everyone, and welcome to Me, You, Us, a well-being podcast. It's another Well-Being Wednesday here at Consumers Energy, and I'm your host, Bill Krieger. Today is part two of my interview with Stan Mazier. So if you haven't listened to part one yet, go back to season three, episode 15, and give that a listen. And today, we're going to find out if Stan went for it like his grandson told him to. Mike's son and his son, my grandson, and another youngster, we were mulching trees in close proximity to where the Twin Tower exhibit is on site. And we were able to see that from where we were mulching some of the trees, part of our flower tree project. And uh, just to carry conversation, knowing the possibility, I read the article on the USS Arizona, to carry conversation with my grandson and his buddy, Owen Campbell and Carter Mazur. And I said, the youngster, I said, remember Pearl Harbor? And they looked at me as I was some weirdo. And Carter, my grandson, said, why in the world did you say that, Grandpa? And I explained, I said, you see that? showcase over there with the uh, Twin Tower memorial, we could possibly get a piece of the USS Arizona and put it in a similar size showcase in the same general area. And what do you guys think? I value your opinions. And my grandson Carter says, go for it, Grandpa. And that was a kick in the pants that I needed. And that's how I pursued it, because the article indicated some contact people and information. And I made a phone call and talked with the chief steelworker, CB steelworker, that was in charge of the crew, that was actually cutting up, crating, and shipping these pieces of the Arizona out to worthy recipients. And he tells me, he emails me back, says, Stan, I'm not the go-to guy. The go-to guy is James Newman. He's a relics program director. He's a civilian. But what uh, went good for me is uh, James Newman, he's, he's sta- stationed over in Honolulu, his office is over there. He's actually uh, from East Lansing, he's a graduate of U of M. So that was a plus because when I pursued this, I did this in behalf of the state of Michigan, right. be displayed at Cascades Park. And in my pursuit, again with Mr. Newman, I'm saying on the emails back and forth, when I say can do, which is a CB's yes. can do, I'm telling you, go blue. <laughs> and uh, he, he uh, appreciated his recognition of his college. And he oh, yeah. Graduated from U of M. So between back and forth, I was able to uh, get it to the point where we got accepted as a worthy recipient. I couldn't officially order it or request it. It had to be from a bona fide organization uh, that, uh, that, 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 that would uh, basically keep the exhibit in good stead, no charges, free to the public. So that happened to be the county parks director. Mm-hmm. So Kyle Lewis, the county parks director, actually made the official request to get the piece, which we did get back in October of 2020. We've had the piece in, since October 2020. In the meantime, we had to do a lot of fundraising and preparation in order to get the piece on board and, uh, and, uh, and 
displayed as we have uh, during the dedication, which was done December the 7th of this last year. And fortunately, in, in going for fundraising, the companies that did the showcase for the Twin Towers did that freebie. Went to the same companies, and I'll name them off. We had the uh, Midbrook Products as the fabricator. Jackson Glass provided the glass for the showcase. Elro Steel provided the stainless steel. And R.W. Mercer did all the site work required. And we've got not only that showcase with the exhibit piece in it, but in conjunction, we, there was a 1177 went down with that ship originally. 28 of those sailors and one Marine was from Michigan. So one of the plaques is a Remember Pearl Harbor. It lists the 28, their rank, and their hometown. The, on the other side of the piece is a certificate of authenticity. So you looking at that piece, it did come from Joe's Junkie. Above the piece is a silhouette of the battleship and a deck plan of the battleship on the same plaque with a highlighted area, approximately what part of the ship that that piece came from. Now in conjunction, outside the showcase, we've got a newspaper article that depicts the happenings of the attack on Pearl Harbor and actually conclusion is pictures of where the Japanese are uh, signing the surrender on the battleship Missouri. That is on the outside of it, in a separate exhibit. It's part of the main exhibit, but it's not within the showcase. Mm -hmm. And then we have another uh, plaque that's designated to donors. It's a $500 or more, or the ones that basically in-kind free gratis donors. All of that is there to see uh, in conjunction with the American flag and a flagpole with, with the display of each of the flags for our military branches. So it's, it's worthwhile to go there. Uh, you'll not only see the 911 memorial, but you'll see the piece from the USS Arizona. And uh, I, I highly recommend that you have something to worthwhile to see and do, go to Cascades Park. You've got the falls there, you've got the exhibits there, you've got some ball fields there, you've got a little bit, there's some golf courses even close by. So uh, that's uh, pretty much, uh, uh, it was, uh, like I say, it was a little over two years to achieve this, but it was well worth it. It was one of the, one of the better days of my life at the dedication. Uh, well, and I saw the pictures uh, and read the articles, and uh, yeah, what an amazing feat uh, over that two year, a oh, little over two years to to get that done. And I I think it is important the the, the point that you made to your grandson um, a little while back in our conversation is that we don't want to forget our past, and it's so very easy as we get older uh, and uh, a new generation uh, comes up that we still remember the things that made us the country that we are today. And what a great tribute just to all of the uh, military people who have given the ultimate sacrifice to have that sort of a memorial there for us to go see and remember that part of history. Well, I could add this. Uh, 
uh, on the fundraising, all of the American Legion posts within the Jackson area, basically, in the VFW posts, and the, uh, the chapter, the Vietnam Veterans chapter, they all kicked in 500 or more towards covering cost of the flag poles and flags, the concrete work that was done in setting this up, uh, the foundation for the all of that had paid for. And uh, we, we, we raised a little over, uh, about almost $32,000. So combined with the 32000 to pay for the plaques, for example, right, and the concrete and foundation work on the flagpoles, plus the in-kind, it, uh, it turned out the dedication went beyond my expectations. Uh, I even went to five of the elementary schools in the general area, sent some kids over if you possibly can, and a couple of them did. So we did have some youngsters there as well, which I wanted to have this blend in. That this right. was the unification. We need all the unification we can get, as you well know. Oh yes, I, I couldn't agree more. I think bringing people together is so very important. You know, in full transparency to the audience, I actually uh, found out about you and what you were doing through uh, Carolyn Bloodworth here at Consumers Energy, because I know that we um, also worked uh, a bit with you on this project as well. And and um, I can't think of a better use of uh, funds and efforts than, than this memorial that you've put together. Well, Consumers Energy was one of the donors for uh, this exhibit, definitely. Uh, their, their name's on that plaque, that yes. donation plaque. And that's uh, for everybody to see. And uh, what kind of disappointed me is they've got that donation plaque with my face. That wasn't supposed to be. That wasn't supposed to be. Uh, my son, mm-hmm. he thought that that would be more appropriate. So I saw that for the first time. I almost had a heart attack. He was, what in the world would they do that for? And he's the only one that could have made arrangements to have that done. So he snuck that in on me. <laughs> so that, that's kind of on my bucket list of getting even. <laughs> yeah, I think you got some time to figure out how you're going to get even with him. I'm well, sure. Well, <laughs> he's, he's, he's given me a, we go deer hunting. Uh-huh. And this one particular year, uh, there's about 15 to 20 of us. We go, we go up into uh, Roscommon County in a state forest. Yep. And we've got like three or four circle wagons, campers. And uh, this was a day that you could actually golf. It was about two o'clock in the afternoon. Bright sunny day, nice warm temperature. Not good for deer hunting. Not at all. Just for, for anyone who doesn't deer hunt, this is not good deer hunting weather. <laughs> so, no. So anyway, uh, here we have a cook tent. All right. I'm going to go in and grab a snack. This, this was set up for one of the other guys in our hunting group. I happen to go into the cook tent. Here comes this gorilla. My son had a big gorilla outfit. Oh, no. Oh, scared the hell out of me. Phil, I'm telling you, I backed out, fell down backward. I'm glad I didn't break a leg or arm. Yeah. yeah. So they pulled that on me. That's on my bucket list. Now, how do you get back 
against somebody that pulled a prank like that on you. Right. Well, you have the you have the advantage though because you're retired, so you have time to think about these things. Uh, not not a lot of spare time from what I'm getting, <laughs> but you well, have a little bit of time. Well, I'm 86 years old, and uh, I'm in hopes that I can go and make the 100 at Betty White. Did unfortunately, uh, she was about two weeks shy. Yeah. But uh, that, that that's the same hunting session we have what they call uh, where you dig a hole and you put a commode, yeah, you know, an outdoor crapper, and we got basically an enclosed with canvas, and we have a can. Well, I'm, it was in the evening. The can was right on the side. We had a spare wire right on the side. So I'm taking the light off of the one before it goes out, and I throw the toilet paper in the quote. Oh, oh no. There's, there's <laughs> enough. I got, I got out. I run back into camp. Cause we weren't too, too far from camp. Maybe, maybe 100 or 200 steps. I need a bucket of water. What for? I got to put the... Yeah. enough methane built up in there to yeah. catch fire. They, they, they named that the Apollo. Yes. And I'm thinking, <laughs> thank God that there wasn't enough methane in there. So right. That was an exciting day. I had the gorilla attack in the day and then the, the, the crapper attacking me in the evening. <laughs> that, was, that, wasn't, that wasn't a good situation at all. No. But no, just thank, thank God on the uh, USS Arizona exhibit. On display, well worthy to receive something that unifies us. And again, I'll make this mention: we need all the unification we can get. Yes. The way things are ongoing. Yes. And, uh, uh, that's to me uh, is uh, makes me please happy and satisfied. I'm kind of choked up a little bit to, to, to be able to be. Doing something of that nature. That's probably the biggest thing I'll ever do in my lifetime. And I'm uh, glad of it. And it's out there for many to see and enjoy and remember so we don't have a third tragedy in this nature. From having your parents immigrate from Poland to joining the Navy, to meeting your wife, to being married for 63 years, to having all these children. Here we are sitting down, uh, having coffee at a, at a restaurant in, in Jackson Airport. Um, you've lived quite a life, and you're, you're 86 years young. You've got, a, you've got a ways to go before you hit that 100-year mark. Um, and we are getting close to the end of the podcast. So I guess my question for you, Stan, is... What kind of what message do you want to leave for the people listening to this podcast today? What would you like them to take away from this? What I'd like them to take away from this unification. Let's get back to where we could all be friendly with one another, negotiate with each other, compromise with each other. I don't care what color we are. We're a melting pot. This country's been a melting pot. Let's keep it that way. Let's keep our democracy, our freedom, our dependence. This next voting session, get your eyes set on the prize. Freedom, democracy. Forget about all of the other incidentals that are being displayed and brought up. 
unification, please. A lot of that has to do with this COVID thing, too. I've been vaccinated. I've had booster shots. I look at this as a, as a fight against an unseen common enemy. The only way you're going to beat that enemy is you've got to be together. You can't be splattered like a shotgun blast. And unfortunately, a lot of this has been politicized. That's the downfall of why this pandemic is keeping on. We'll never get rid of it. Believe me, we'll never get rid of it. It'll be like us getting a flu shot eventually. But we want to get this to where it's under control. And please get your vaccinations, get your boosters, wear your mask where appropriate. Let's not fight this thing. That's pretty much my saying. All right. Well, thank you for that. It's a great message, though, unification. There's been a lot of division over the last few years, uh, and especially recently. Uh, it would be great for all of us to come back together. So, Stan, thanks for taking time out to sit here and talk with me today. It's been such a pleasure to get to know you, and uh, I would like to do this again sometime in the future, uh, as you do even more uh, for, for our community and for our veterans. I'd be glad to have done it, Bill. It's a pleasure meeting you, young man. And, uh, I'm glad you got this set up. Got a good program here. Uh, hopefully, it's beneficial to others, uh, moving them in the right direction. All right, thank you. Thank you to the audience for listening in today. The Me You Us podcast is proudly sponsored by Consumers Energy, leaving Michigan better than we found it. Remember, you can find the Me You Us podcast on all major podcasting platforms. So be sure to go out, find us, and subscribe. If you or someone you know is in crisis, please contact the Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. If you are a veteran or know a veteran who is in crisis, you can call 1-800-273-8255. Five, five, and press 1 for the Veterans Crisis Line. And remember to tune in every Wednesday as we talk about the things that impact your personal well-being.